Hi everyone, it's Devin Boker, and this is The Wildlife. Sort of. While we're working on season two, which is going to be amazing, by the way, I had the idea to start a bit of a sub-series. Not really a spin-off, but something separate from the official wildlife series. And really, think of these as a bit of an audio version of some of our blog posts. So something that you may have read on the website, but now you can listen to. And to kick this series off, I thought I would start with one of our recent, very popular blog posts, Attack of the Bryozoans. Indescribable, indestructible, nothing can stop it. That was a tagline from the blob, 1958. Well, maybe not attack. Indestructible might be a bit hyperbolic too. But the side of the creature I've sat down to talk about today definitely evokes the memory of a certain infamous Steve McQueen nemesis of the 1950s, the Blob. A couple of weekends ago, we were camping at Savannah Portage State Park. We spent our time hiking and paddling around the park's scenic trails and lakes. Seriously, this park is probably the closest thing you can get to the Boundary Waters Canoe area outside of the Boundary Waters Canoe area. It's got canoe and campsites, immaculate bogs, pristine lakes, it's the whole package. The last lake we paddled, Wolf Lake, was easily the most beautiful, definitely the most serene. With the exception of some kayakers pulling in as we were pulling out, we were completely alone. Or were we? Bum, bum, bum! As we rounded one corner of the lake into a blanket of floating lily pads, my wife, Chelsea, she started to notice these strange blobs along some of the stems. Were they egg sacs? No. Jellyfish? Not quite. They were bryozoans. In the latter part of the summer, these monstrous alien-looking sacks of it can be found in aquatic bodies all over Minnesota where they cling typically to whatever they can. Dock pilings, vegetation, rocks. But what are they? These gelatinous blobs are colonies of microscopic animals. Animals. Individually, they're known as zooids, and sometimes they're called moss animals. They reside inside of jelly-like tubes, which they use to attach themselves to each other and an anchor point. From their jello home, they reach out into the void with their tiny tentacles to snatch up even tinier organisms, like diatoms, dinoflagellates, cyanobacteria, bacteria, nematodes, whatever. These tiny organisms are their food, and they're swept into their mouths positioned at the base of the tentacles into a U-shaped digestive tract. I'll explain. Bryozoa are a phylum of over 5,000 aquatic invertebrate animal species. They are filter feeders, and those tentacles I mentioned are a part of a larger structure. A crown with a hollow tentacle-like structure lined with cilia called a lophophore. These individuals, zooids, that make up the colony rarely exceed half a millimeter in length, with only one genus not being colonial. Each colony contains feeding zooids deemed autozooids. This is where things start to get strange. You see, these colonies contain individuals which are genetically identical clones. Fun fact, the word colony actually stems from the word clone. And they cooperate almost as if each individual was a cell joining with others to perform the functions of an organ, or an entire organism. 
Recently, I've been reading a book entitled The Genie, An Intimate History by Siddhartha Mukherjee. I might have mispronounced that, and I apologize if I did. In the book, the author frequently references an excerpt from On the Road Home by Wallace Stevens, which reads, It was when I said, words are not forms of a single word, and the sum of the parts, there are only the parts. The world must be measured by I. In the sum of the parts, there are only the parts. In the bryozoan, there are only the zooids. To understand the whole, you must understand the individual. To understand the individual, you must understand the whole. Individual zooids perform different roles or exist in different types. And where they grow and what they do is determined by chemical signals from the colony as a whole or an outside stimulus. Looking at the single zooid, their bodies come in two parts, the cystid and the polypied. The cystid is a body wall and exoskeleton, which may be made up by a number of materials, including chitin, proteins, calcium carbonate, which are Tums, or polysaccharides, which are carbohydrate. The polypied contains the feeding parts, the digestive system, the nervous system, and the other important bits. Some zooids are specialized for feeding, others, some argue, for defense such as the avicularia, where the feeding structure is replaced by one resembling a beak of some sort, meant for snatching at potential predators and offenders. Hence the avi part of the name. Charles Darwin apparently thought the structure looked much like the neck, head, and beak of a vulture. Then there are the vibracula, which may also aid in defense, but also play a role in mobility of the colony, helping them to sort of walk using a modified bristle. There are also the kinozoids, which contain only the body bit, the cystid, and serve as a structure upon which other colony members can anchor to expand their overall size or to change direction. And of course, who could forget the spinozooids, which, you guessed it, have defensive spines? Or the gonozooids, like gonads, which house the precious fertilized eggs, which will one day make up the new body of the same colony. These colonies range greatly in size. Some of the largest we saw while we were out in our canoe were as easily as large as a full expanded plastic grocery bag. That one, after closer examination, had a large, dead fish trapped inside. Jim Halpert would be proud. Thank you everyone for listening to the first part in a sub-series of The Wildlife, where we go through and create audio versions of some of our most popular blog posts and articles. Thank you for listening, be on the lookout for season two, and remember, The Wildlife is listener, reader, and viewer supported. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash thewildlife. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends. Bye.